Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Tim Zoff, Health IT Advisor and former CIO. In this segment, Zoff talks about how the pathway to leadership roles is changing, why teaching Chime Bootcamp was the most rewarding experience he's ever had, and what he has planned for his next chapter. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. This is kind of a big question, but we've seen how much the role has evolved. And how do you think the CIO role is going to continue to evolve um, in the coming years just to, to really be able to continue to be that leader? Yeah, okay, great question. This gets back to some of the research that I've recently done for Chime, but I'd summarize it this way. I think that the skills that have gotten CIOs to where they are today are not necessarily the skill set of the future. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to recognize that just everything that you've done, you know, to help do this early phase of adoption of technology, those are important skills, but they're not the skills of the future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we've also seen is the forces for change in healthcare are really significant. You know, the, the pressures on healthcare are only going to grow. And we think this has been a challenging period. The next five to ten years are going to be even more challenging. Consolidation, security, consumer, consumer choice on health care, changing regulatory payment systems. You know all those things, so the challenges only get greater. So what we've seen is that the expectations for the CIO role, there's always been a gap kind of with the CIO role, what the CIO sees their responsibilities are versus the leadership team, and we're always chasing that gap. In other words, the role lags with the expectation of our peers and with the CEOs. So I'm very anxious about closing this gap and making sure that, in fact, that we can move CIOs beyond just what they have to do in the day-to-day operations of IT and executing projects and responding to regulatory compliance and incentives because they're needed to really, you know, drive technology value in a, in a demonstrable way. That is, how, how is technology really going to be used to change the business, its quality, its efficiency? How are we going to connect the healthcare system, that is, the interoperability challenges that are out there, and how we're going to, you know, really be innovators, that is, use the technology we put in place to drive knowledge, to drive efficiency, um, to take on now third-party solutions that are coming in from the consumer side of it, um, so we're going to have to be um, a true senior leader, a true innovator, a true change agent in healthcare, and those expectations on the role are only going to grow. So I, I think we know what's expected. I think we can look inside of both healthcare and outside of healthcare to see how the CIO role has changed. But those leadership challenges are only going to be more significant as time goes on. So I think part of this is how we prepare CIOs, how we can better train them, how they can better put the talent underneath them, how we can work with senior teams of leaders to really understand how, what the role of the CIO is, what the role of the rest of the senior team is as healthcare becomes a fully digital business. But really getting this talent right um, and this expectation of leadership role right, I think is a critical success factor for those organizations that will come out this the other side of this next set of changes successfully. You're going to need the right leader in place and the right team in place. And, you know, having the right talent and the right expectations of talent, including the CIO, is one of the, the more important preparations that healthcare systems can make for the future of healthcare. Absolutely. 
And what's interesting is a lot of this change agent, senior leader, and even innovator, a lot of this doesn't have to do with innate knowledge of technology. A lot of this is really just the kind of leader that organizations expect. So in many ways, you can hire the chief technology officer, you can hire your core technology set. They're really looking for a, a leader that can you know, bring more leadership to the table uh, than simply understanding the technology. And it's just becoming even more important. Yeah, and it's, um, it's something that I've definitely noticed in speaking to people that the, the background that so many CIOs have now, there's so much diversity, and it's not um, just coming from necessarily IT or even this industry. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how that continues to shake out. Yeah, Kate, if you can, and I, I do think looking outside of healthcare is, a, is a, and looking to other service industries and seeing how the role has changed, um, and even manufacturing now, I think any business, uh, GE, Jeff Immelt will tell you that, that GE is now a digital business. Um, I, I think you'll see leadership, um, the CIO leadership coming from many different domains. Mm -hmm. um, I transitioned my CIO leadership role initially to the vice president of quality. So, you know, again, back to senior leader, change agent, innovator, um, you can have those leadership attributes and not necessarily come out of a, you know, a vertical domain of rising up through the technology ranks. Right. So I do think you're going to see, like you've seen in other industries, more diverse paths to CIO leadership. Um, the role's becoming more important. Um, they're going to want to make sure they have a trusted leader in place. And so in some ways, it's a little disconcerting to think, oh, gosh, we're going to change the pathway to leadership. But if you look to other industries, um, I, I think they are you know, looking for senior leader, change agent, innovator first, and sort of technologist second. Um, they'd love to have it all, but it's difficult to find just that person that, you know, that carries all those attributes. Yeah, and you know, we talk a lot about uh, talent development, and one of the things I, I definitely did, did want to touch on was uh, the the long amount of time that you spent with, with Chime Boot Camp, and I, I would imagine that that was really probably just as uh, insightful for you it's at times than it was for uh, for the students, just as far as getting these different perspectives and seeing how, you know, the, the next wave of leaders is really uh, thinking. I'll be honest with you and tell you it's the most rewarding thing I've done. Hmm. You know, I, I think, and, and, you know, outside of my core leadership role of developing talent working at Northwestern, it's been one of the most meaningful things I've done. Yeah. You know, I had an opportunity to, to train over 925 students over a decade twice a year, hugely rewarding to see how those leaders have grown and be in the classroom with them. Um, and, I, and I think a couple, a couple perspectives on this, on the CIO boot camp, just to give you some insight into it. I think that there were a couple of things that were really important. One is that the sessions that we provided for those students, that they be practical, actionable, and really applicable to their own real world challenges, and that it really be taught you know, authentically by respected leaders in healthcare. People really wanted to hear the real-world stories. Yeah. And I think part of the reason to have those real-world stories is that, secondly, we created this trusted environment for students so they could not only learn from the faculty, but they could learn from one another. You know, I like to think that what people got out of the boot camp, they got as much from, from really understanding the challenges 
that their peers in the industry faced. And, and sometimes it's really helpful to know that your peers have similar challenges, you know, and that you can connect with other people in the industry and you can share information and you can solve problems together. Yeah. So in some ways we created this leadership environment for them so that they can understand they weren't alone. And they can understand that, that, that sharing is really helpful and they can have an open and trusted conversation with one another about the issues they faced. And then the final point was the life balance thing, is that where people were very, very challenged on having a life and they needed some tools. And I think we realized that it was important to put it on the table and talk about life balance as, a, as a, an essential element of career development as well as authentic leadership. Right. So there was always a, a reward. We always said, you know, if we create the right environment, we talk authentically about how it is that we're experiencing and solving problems, and we put these like-minded students together, that something really good would come out of it. You know, in some ways, Kate, when we first started this, we thought we kind of looked at how many people might attend, and we thought maybe after two or three years, we might be teaching everyone we need to teach. And, you know, it sells out every time, 50 to 60 students every session. And I think part of it is what we teach, but part of it is the environment that we create, the relationships we build, the experiences we share. Um, and I love that kind of environment. I love being a part of creating it. I love to participate in it. I love to engage with the students. Um, and as I said, it's been really rewarding to see how those careers have grown, to see how many people now are in leadership roles, and how they look back on that boot camp as an important experience. Yeah. You know, so where I come out of this is back to our earlier discussion, is I think we just need to figure out how to do more to prepare our future leaders. Um, people need help. They need the environments. They need to be able to, to share with one another. It's a very challenging career. So I think CHIME is an, an important role because they can be a convener of these leaders and really have them, you know, recognize that they individually but collectively can work together to solve you know, growing challenges we have in healthcare. Right. It seems like it was almost um, like a downstream effect of of the boot camp that there there does seem to be a good amount of of knowledge sharing going on now, and that that's something that um, really seems like there there's a huge necessity for that. Yeah, it's one of the things I feel is unique to healthcare. You know, we um, and I. And I talk to CIOs in other industries is that we really openly share what we do and how we do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll compete in a local environment and so on, but, you know, we're very open about sharing with what we've done, how we've done it, sharing the successes and the failures. And I, I think culturally it's a great thing about healthcare is that, is that maybe it's a not-for-profit world primarily or just the nature of our, of our caregiving experience, but we, we openly share with one another and, uh, you know, with the peers I, I, I had over the years, I would take every call. I'd respond honestly. If I had something that was useful, I'd provide it. And that's a great culture. So I think sustaining that culture now for this next generation of leaders, I think, will be really important as well. Yeah. Now, in terms of, um, of you and, and your career, what are you focused on right now? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting you ask. Right now I'm actually just taking some time just to kind of gather my thoughts and, and understand where it is I, I want to go next. You know, after you, at least 22 years at Northwestern and then another uh, nine years before that in a full-time role, I've had a full-time role for over 30 years. 
Yeah. And so I thought it was important to step back and maybe create some muscle memory that says, you know, I don't have to go into this large corporate job every day. Yeah. But for me, I've come to a couple conclusions, Kate, is that one is that I've got knowledge and experience that I want to continue to share and put to work in the industry. So it's going to be a combination of teaching, probably a combination of some consulting, some combination of leadership development. Um, so I'm, I'm really anxious to continue to stay engaged in the industry and, and put together a formula that will work for me. So I'm certainly not going away. Um, this is kind of like I'm saying I'll be back. I'm just figuring out how to put the right formula together so that I can you know, engage the industry in a really impactful way so that I can take what I've learned, share that with others, and you know, help the industry over the next decade with the challenges that lie ahead. Yeah. So I kind of call it my chapter two. Um, I'm looking for a little more flexibility. You know? Right, of course. Maybe, maybe a little, little bit different, uh, different uh, style. I'm not going back into a CIO role. I really want to have a different career this time around. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm daunted by the challenges, but I'm excited to work on them and roll up my sleeves and be a part of the solution. So right now I'm just you know, having a lot of conversations, trying to figure out where I can use my talents and skills most effectively. I'm still teaching at Kellogg. You know, I'm working with Chime on some of its leadership development opportunities. I'm on two advisory boards, an advisory board for class, and also an advisory board for a startup company called MD Insider. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying some of my time. I'm not, I haven't totally walked away. I've got some things here that I'm working on, but I'm still trying to figure out what the formula is for the next chapter in my career. Right. Certainly, keeping busy in the meantime, and and I'm sure that it's um, it provides a really interesting perspective, um, having a little bit of distance from the day to day grind. Yeah, I think it's really. I, and people have told me it's important to do. I didn't realize how important this was to do. Um, yeah, your life gets so regimented when you have these these corporate roles that it's really important to teach yourself to do something different and to actually put some perspective on it. That's why I like this interview I had with you today. It gave me a chance, and I've been doing this too, to say, what, what, you know, what did you learn from all this? What did you learn about yourself? You know, and, and what can you now do to take what you've learned to, to have the next chapter be even more meaningful than the first? Yeah. And that, those are the questions I'm really working on asking myself every day right now, Kate. And so love the industry of working in healthcare technology, love leadership development. So I'm really working on now, um, as I said, to come up with the right, the right formula um, and not, not react to the first thing, but try and be really thoughtful about how I put this together. Right. And when you talk about uh, leadership development, I think that there, there's a huge demand for that. So uh, we'll, we'll certainly keep in touch to see where, where exactly you um, are going to be putting that, that to use. In the meantime, I, I want to thank you so much. This is really fantastic for others to be able to, uh, you know, look at, look, look at some of the things you've been through, some of your lessons, and apply them. And it's really speaking to, to what you were talking about with the, you know, shared knowledge and um, helping others to benefit. So I really appreciate your time. Oh, you're welcome, Kate. I've always enjoyed uh, talking with you, and I hope that we get a chance to stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd love that. And uh, if there's another subject, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always pleased to talk with you.
Yeah, I definitely will. Thanks so much, and um, look forward to seeing you at future events. Okay. Thank you, Kate. Have a good day. Thank you, Tim. You you too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.